0: literally just that little bit too far and just you tweak everything yeah probably. yeah yeah oh yeah. man you're right it's, 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 it's just a problem you hit when you get over 30 and you still think you can move like a 26 <laughs> <laughs> and then you think only 30 that shouldn't have hurt that much <laughs> nice yeah Ah, oh, right cool ah oh, it's, it's weird how late it feels <laughs> Oh, mate, I've been up since six, so... Uh... Six. I, I got up about, just out of seven. Mm. And one of those Sundays, you know, you know those days when you wake up and you go, oh, mm. get up and go. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 168 of uh, Dude and a Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Ian Loring. I'm feeling a
1: bit ill. and You, you I'm sound dr- a little under the weather, yeah. Yeah, I'm drinking Elvis juice, so i oh, feeling...
0: where, where do Oh, Elvis, where do you get that from? I can never find it anywhere.
1: It's te- bloody Tesco. It's the first Tesco. time I've ever seen it in there. Ah, oh, nice. Like, they they I, expanded
0: I've... their r- range of brew dogs, sorry, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. That because yeah cause I, I, I've uh, last week I was on the Dead Point Club, and this week I've been on the uh, Punk, um, and yeah. But I, I always try and look for the Elvis juice. I can never find it anywhere. It's it's, it's annoying. But I'll, I'll check out Tesco tomorrow. Um, I think I'm gonna go for their bottle
1: box. Do you know, do you know about that?
0: I no. I I, I,
1: I read some about it, but um, not a lot. Yeah, it's. Um... Like, it's their kind of, like, beer club thing. Yeah. And if you pay for the whole thing, like a year up front, you get a month free as well. So I think it works out... It's I think it works out something like 18 bottles for, like, 33 quid or something, which isn't amazing, but it obviously they'll give you some stuff you probably won't really be able to get in your average supermarket, and... The way prices seem to be going up after Brexit, I think that's actually not a bad offer for just twenty three pounds per month. Yeah, you don't get
0: that many bottles for the twenty three quid one, mind. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not I'm not paying twenty three. A thirty quid a month for twelve beers, or thirty seven pound a month for eighteen beers.
1: Yeah, that's it. But if you pay for it all up front, you get. A month free and then it works out more like 32 33 which I am more more comfortable with. I still don't think it's great, but I'm more comfortable with that. Mm. Cause the thing is, right, the bottles of Elvis juice in Tesco are 175. So what's 18 times 175? something let's get let's get a calculator out (laughs)
0: I've had a mass in my head since like like 17 years
1: (laughs) equals 3150 so the thing is with this is they'll give you like interesting choices which you won't necessarily get everywhere and they also give you some free shit at some point as well. Um, yeah, you'll never miss a beer launch again. Um, you get merch. It's if
0: diff- they give you all sorts of different styles and stuff. It's um, if you get something, if you get like a, if you get a card that you get money, that you get a discount off the um, what's it. Uh, the bars and might consider it. No, you got
1: yeah. Like the only they, they did do that when they had that equity for punks thing going. Yeah,
0: um, which that's, I almost did. Yeah, that yeah yeah. To be honest, thirty odd quid a month for for some beers that I could just go and get. Uh, that one, that one. That's that's expensive. That is my only issue. I think with with product. I like their beer, but they do they are pricey. I mean, usually uh, I mean the. Cause I got um a six for for a four pack of Punk IPA um for a fiver in Asda and usually it's seven yeah, quid yeah
1: that's and actually seven not bad
0: pounds for a four pack and they are only three thirty mils uh I also Bex at the same time got some of the uh, Inns uh, lagers that come in a fucking tall boy hmm. uh for a fiver and for four of those and do you know what it's really quite nice I don't yeah I don't know it's actually, just... no, do you know what it's really fucking nice actually. <laughs> You know, and it's not. That's not fucking. It's not like Heineken shit or anything like that. It, it's you know, it, it, it's it's brewed up the road. Actually, I think from Um uh, uh, and it's nice stuff.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it. I'm sure it is. I, don't, I just it's. Um...
0: You paying a little bit with, with duck for the hipster factor.
1: Yeah, you are, but. Like seriously, Elvis juice is bloody lovely. Like I Elvis tried, juice
0: is, is lovely. I prefer the uh, point Love to um, to punk. I find punk a little bit hoppy. The
1: thi- the, hot, the thing is about punk is I really enjoy the smell. It's got <laughs> one of the nicest fragrances. It does have a
0: really nice smell, actually, like,
1: yeah. especially when it's on draft and it comes and it's just like that's bloody lovely. And considering I'm not a massive hops man, yeah,
0: I, I, when I was drinking it last night, I was thinking. Wait a minute! This is really hoppy, and Ian's not a
1: hoppy man. <laughs> I d- I don't know. It's like the smell kind of does it for me, but like this Elvis juice as well. It's a six point five, but it's it goes isn't it? Yeah. it goes down really, really smooth. Mm. And cool. I, 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 that, there is a hipster factor to it, but there's also a it's actually just really nice beer factor. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is um, you
0: know, and but then there's, there's, there's like a little. There's like a little group of the hipster beers at the moment that are uh, um, sort of like you've got the, the Brewdog and the, the Brook and the Sam Adams and things like that that are all for of that. And, you know, uh, Sam Adams like... can get fucked, by the way. I know you don't agree with me on that. I don't but... agree. You, you, you can have nothing to say for somebody who's ranked Budweiser for all those years. Yeah, I know, but I'm reformed. You're reformed, but you can't give me shit about liking Sam Adams. What, what's, what you got against Sam Adams? I just don't think it's very nice. Do you know why? Because your taste buds are still solid.
1: Oh, you shut solid your mouth! Sullied by America. Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, I quite enjoy it. It's, it's an easy bit to drink. That my issue with the Punk IPA is uh, in those little cans. Is it's like three swigs and you go, ooh, I'm finished. This could get dangerous.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 true. Right. I, d- I just I remember the first time I had Punk, and it was when we went to see Goblin. And- oh yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> the great moment where they had punk and it was on. Mm. They had it on the trap pumps, and then being no, me and Noel, me and no just were on and they come out and give us two cans. We were like, "Well, that's fucking crushingly disappointing." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have two more actually because we just queued for ages, and I've got like a third of a pint, and I thought I was getting a pint.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know, like, the, yeah, the prices there were ridiculous. I mean, I think. With the carpenter gig, I think it's just a, a case of we're going to be pretty fucking tanked up by the time we get there anyway, so never mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, well, welcome to a film podcast, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what have we got this week, Ian? We have Keanu, a, a review of uh, the... Um, Kean K- uh, Pell? Kean Peel. Kean Peel. Ah, fucking K- M- his, 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 his <laughs> Sorry. Um, we've got a review of uh, the Keanu movie, um, which <laughs> I think we're expecting to review. Uh, we've got some uh, what we've been watching, I think we've got a few questions, and we're going to give you a quick sort of rundown of our top five films so far, seeing as we are just a little over halfway through the year. Uh, and it's kind of interesting to see what, uh, what are the early uh, front runners for cracking our top tens. Mm. Uh, but as everyone knows, you know, majoritively, and The stuff that makes it your top ten usually starts to come in sort of from around sort of September. So it'll be interesting to see um, what hangs around in sort of like the next sort of five months time from there. Uh, Ian, is there anything else that's happened this week that we we need to talk about? Um, no, no, because we we only, we only podcasted like three four days ago. You know,
1: I t- well, I'll tell you what. I didn't. I, I haven't watched the whole things yet, but I got a couple of additions to my 4K Blu-rays. Oh, you have, haven't
0: you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Um, the Revenant and Deadpool, which it basically dead. The Revenant is the best-looking presentation of a film I have ever seen. Can
0: I ask you a question. Go on. How much did they cost each? Twenty. Each. Yeah. Fucking okay. hell. That's, 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 that's all right, but still really expensive. The five or more than the Blu-ray. Uh, and, and double the price of getting them on iTunes. You should see what <laughs> The Revenant
1: looks like, and Deadpool, actually. Um, it's. I'll be honest with you, I actually bought Deadpool on iTunes as well um, a few weeks back. Uh, Because I I had a real hankering to just watch the extra features, like, right there and then. Yeah. So I I did some A, B comparison stuff. And the high dynamic range that Deadpool does, that, like, pretty much all 4K Blu-ray discs do, if not every single one. The high dynamic range thing there, and just the sheer extra detail, it is night and day. It is mental how much better it looks. And like the the iTunes version is fine, but it's like you can you can see the fucking stitching in his suit, and the clouds like during the freeway sequence, like it just looks like a really overcast shit day, but with the HDR. It, it kind of shows off like there's kind of like blue in the sky and you know there's sun peeking through and it just I don't know it adds an awful lot to the kind of the vitality of the of the world if that doesn't sound pretentious as fuck it's <laughs> I, I mean seriously it's it is night and day night and day and yes it costs twice as much as it does on iTunes. Which definitely is a factor. Do
0: not get me wrong. I, 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 not to mention the fact that you'd have to get an entirely new player, which costs how much?
1: Oh, uh, well, my one was what? Uh, like, with the the uh, offer thing I got at work, it was about 360, I think. Which is a lot. Yeah. Um you can get you can get these Samsung ones for about $340, three forty, three fifty now. But I mean, the Xbox One S is coming out in August. Three hundred and fifty, you've got an Ultra HD player and an Xbox as well. I just the, the the gaming thing is is kind of in my rear view now. I haven't, I don't think I've switched on my PlayStation for a while, um, so I've kind of kicked myself out of that. But so it is what it is. But it looks staggering now. The Revenant is just. It, I mean like I said it's the best fit presentation of any any film I've ever seen in the cinema or at home like in,
0: in, in what in what in what in what way okay what 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 what's what kind of sets it apart well, the, this is the best way to describe it.
1: well I mean the, the the level of detail is mental like the the landscapes look it's almost got like a 3D-ness to it just because of like the clarity of the image Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, it makes some of the CG actually look quite bad because it's at such a high resolution, which I think is going to be a problem going forward, to be honest, because The Revenant and Deadpool were finished in 4K, whereas every single other disc I've seen up to this point were finished in 2K, and they're essentially upconverts. Yeah. Um, but it fe- it seems like here, the thing is, if you've got effects work which was done at 2K, but then the rest of it's done at 4K. You've essentially got something which it's doesn't look really. like it fits in that world. Yeah. And it's it's a fair point, but it just really shows off the, 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 the kind of crazy contrast that um, old, old Chivo got. In, in the cinematography, like the light and the dark, like the shades of, of darkness here where with any other version, it would just look black. And you, I don't know, you can actually see detail in the black. It's, um, it's a hell of a thing. Um, and I think it's mainly because of the HDR, not necessarily the 4K, because I've got a 50-inch TV, which is big, but it's not huge. Um, and I think it's mainly the HDR because the level of detail i definitely I, I definitely am seeing but it's mainly the 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 light the lights and light the darks and darks and you can it, like it feels like there's a lot more reference in between um, it just it all looks like a much more vivid lifelike image and i know next month in the uk Sicario's getting a 4k uh, release Whoa, and, and and that, that was ma- yeah and that was mastered in 4k and apparently that look it's been out in the US for a while, that, and apparently that looks stunning. Comes out on my birthday, so my birthday night, I think I'm going to be sticking that on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm fully in now, I must say. Um, I'm going to get myself a Dolby Atmos set up at some point. Um, that's happening. And I'm going to have sounds bouncing off my walls and the picture looking awesome. And I could see myself getting a bigger telly at some point. <laughs> How big's your room? Uh, I'm actually sat in it at the moment. It's a standard lounge, standard
0: lounge. You think you think, you think sixty inch might
1: get a little bit longer? in <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll right. I'll take a picture. Um, of like my eye view of the telly now. Um, I
0: think about. A friend of mine got a 16-inch TV and put it in his... And he, and he, he, he doesn't live in a house. He lives in a what, is it? Um, he lives in a, a flat. And um, Christ, it is, it's painful trying to watch anything on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too big. It's too big. The thing is, you need to scale your TV to the size of, of, of your room, otherwise you're going to fucking miss shit. Um, yeah, 16 would be fine. that, don't you? than yeah. I Yeah, like that's 50. Oh, that's 6 to be fair. Yeah.
1: Even that's though to fun. be fair, it was, it was a job
0: convincing dollars to go from a 42 to a 50. So <laughs> um, Yeah, 55 cents a box. Oh, we should get a new TV. You should go, oh yeah, yeah we should get a new TV. Definitely, definitely. We should go to anything. <laughs> I think is what I'd get. I'd be fine. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I would. Even I though would then,
1: then, it. then again, I, I now have a British Airways American Express card. So, I probably don't need to, like, <laughs> save money to, that much money to go on holiday now if I just buy everything through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
0: cool. That's uh, what you,
1: that, even though, oh, and I, I will say as well, uh, personally, big week, um, passed that exam and got a promotion in the space of four days.
0: Yes. So, uh, oh. yeah.
1: I now, oh, I now oh. support seniors.
0: Nice, sweet.
1: Or, 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 or I'm a senior supporter of supervisors. I, I, I have specialists achieved specialists even. This week. Sorry,
0: I've achieved nothing this week.
1: Well, I mean, like that, that, like that. That's that's the peak of my achieving for about the last decade. So,
0: ah, uh, well, then you should celebrate it, duly.
1: Yeah. What did I do on Friday to celebrate? I ate some tortellini, and I watched the end of Fled. <laughs>
0: Fled! <laughs> the Lawrence Fishburne Stephen Baldwin film. Oh yeah, I'll talk about <laughs> it later. I'm looking forward to hearing about that later. Um, so, Ian, uh, what trailers have you been watching this week?
1: Well, I certainly hope you watch the trailer I sent you a link to earlier <laughs> oh, on.
0: You better believe it.
1: Right, so... <laughs> yes, we we're, we're meeting up before <laughs> the Carpenter gig... Yeah, can I ask a question? Go on.
0: Why haven't we done like a a special?
1: I I know, I I know, no, I
0: know. I we should, shouldn't we? We really, we really, really should. Because I watched this and went, "Yep, yep, yep," and then then a cameo turned up and went, "Yep, yep," and was literally trying to jam my wallet into the iPad. So, boo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> a, a very Medea Halloween, or I think yeah. it's called. So I haven't seen any of the Medea films. I haven't seen a single one. But the thing is, it it
0: has our favourite man in it. Yeah, yeah, it's Tyler Perry in it. But the thing is, the weird thing is, I will, I've always said to myself, I will watch anything with Tyler Perry in it, except a Medea film. And this is the first thing I've ever seen of a Medea film is this is this trailer, and I went. Why haven't I been watching all these Medea films?
1: I... Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. I mean, it's... It's gonna be... It's gonna be terrible, but... It's gonna be awful. I really, 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 really hope that this act somehow comes out in the cinema around Halloween over here so we can go and see it together.
0: Oh, I really do, because that it, it just... It just looks magnificent. <laughs> it just looks it looks so bad but I laughed easily enough in what it is it. It comes out. Oh my Christ. What? Have you seen the poster for it? Oh yeah. Oh that's nice.
1: The Halloween ripoff. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it comes out in October, late October in the states. I really hope it comes out over here. Oh
1: God, I hope so. Right, so Medea's family reunion. Yeah, uh, Medea goes to jail. I'm assuming they all have Medea in the title. Yeah, um, Medea's big happy family.
0: Medea's witness protection. But, yeah,
1: Medea gets a job. A Medea Christmas. Di- Medea of a mad. No, that's not. That I don't think one? that's a Medea one. That's not a Medea one now. Um, Medea's Neighbors reunion. from Hell it's a lot of these films <laughs> we are going to have to we, I, I think we are going to have to do it aren't we I think we are going
0: to yeah yeah I think, I think we
1: are I yeah yeah no I, I hang on a clip from I can do bad all by myself on IMDB
0: <laughs> looks awfully like Medea is in it but right, uh, well, I'll tell you the films are Diary of a Diary of a Mad Black Woman is the first one. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, Medea's family reunion, meet the Browns. Medea goes to jail. I can do bad all by myself. Madea's big happy family. Medea's witness protection and Medea Christmas and Boo and Madea Halloween. There's nine. Nine of them. Nine plus an animated film called Medea's Tough Love. My <laughs> right, okay, so we got ten of them then. Ten films. <laughs> Ten
1: films. <laughs> the thing is, my comedy sense is means nothing. <laughs> but I'd, I, I, I kind of think I'd happily watch these as long as none of them are over eighty minutes.
0: But well, that's it. I, I would say as long as yeah, as long as none of them kind of break the the ninety-two minute barrier for me. <laughs> I like that.
1: Uh, Medea's family reunion is an hour
0: and 47 minutes. That sounds like a long time. (laughs) That sounds like a long family reunion.
1: Um, How long's Meet the Browns?
0: An hour and 40. I think think what I might do is watch the first couple and just see. Just just see.
1: (laughs) Medea's big happy family. Come on. Come on, that can't be long.
0: An hour and forty-six. Oh my God! Uh, Diamond Mad Black Woman is an hour and fifty-six more minutes. Oh God! Oh, that's a long time. I yeah no all right I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a long time. I might watch Di- I might watch that this week and see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Okay. You do that.
0: I'm going to do that. You I'm going to set on for the team. You do you. Let's
1: go. Medea's Witness Protection. Come on. An hour and 54 minutes. (laughs) A Wall Street investment banker who has been set up as the linchpin of his company's mob-backed Ponzi scheme is relocated with his family to Aunt Medea's southern home. Tyler Perry, Eugene Levy, and Denise Richards. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Tom Arnold's in it as well oh well, yeah sold <laughs> sold I can watch Tom Arnold for an hour and a minutes <sighs> right it appears I think Eugene Levy and Denise Richards are married in it that's yeah understandable <laughs> she might be challenging. <sighs> oh, <fucking> hell. <laughs> right so yeah Medea um god what else did I watch oh, I know I've watched some other stuff what? Oh, God. Hang on. Sorry, folks, I am um, pretty out of it today, to be honest with you. Um, right, come on. Uh, I didn't watch that. Oh, yeah, rules don't apply. Um, the, the Warren Beatty film that no one mm-hmm. knew, apart from it being about Howard Hughes, no one knew an awful lot about it. Um and it kinda of looks like maybe a comedy or something.
0: Hmm. Do you reckon Warren Bay is one of those people who everyone when everyone goes now oh, he's still alive about Warren Bay, Yeah. he hasn't done a lot for a long time, has
1: he? Or well, if he has no one noticed. I mean it no, well no quite. I mean it basically it seems like old and Aaron Reich fancies Lily Collins, Lily Collins likes him as well, but Alden Aaron likes actually married to someone else, so Lily Collins hooks up with Howard Hughes instead.
0: Uh, and he's, I think he's written and he's written, directed, and directed yeah? it, yeah. It's a good cast though. It is a good cast. It's a good cast. Yeah. Martin Sheen, Oliver Platt, Harris, <laughs> Steve Coogan, Alec Baldwin, obviously in that Benning's in it, Lily Collins is there, Hayley Bennett, Tessa of Farminger. It's a fucking good cast, though. Mm. And it's, it's shot by uh, Caleb Deschanel.
1: That, I, I, it's one of those, we'll see what the reviews are like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could one of those that, that just gets, you know, the reason why no one's heard of it is it's not very good. Or it might end up being a bit of a sleeper, that one.
1: Yeah, um,
0: we'll see. We'll see. Um, La La Land?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah
0: yeah yeah that's that's where I am with it, it is is yeah it, it looks looks entertaining um you know after whiplash the guy's got sort of quite a lot of cash in the bank i suppose
1: Damien Chiselle has my complete and utter faith exactly right? it, yeah. like, um, whatever that guy
0: th- does i'm gonna be watching the trail looks looks interesting doesn't give much away of, of, of what's happening but yeah i'm I'm game for it
1: Absolutely, man. Um, the monster calls, uh, which I I hadn't seen the teaser trailer for this, so I didn't really know anything about it. And uh, I don't know, it kind of looks like it's going to make me cry. Um, <laughs> to I mean, like it, I don't know, it, it it looks like it's really going to go for the uh, for the old heartstrings. And mm. uh, yeah, I mean, Juan Antonio Bayona, I'll watch it. Um, did you
0: manage to watch this? I
1: didn't know. Yeah, no, okay. I, it, yeah, I mean, it looks. It looks like it could be really, like, it could be really good. It looks like something Guillermo del Toro would have made a decade ago. Ah. Um, yeah. so, why not? Um, and I think that's it for me,
0: actually, so, uh, crack on, bud. I'll throw a couple in there. Uh, Red Band for the Edge of Seventeen, uh, the Hedy Steinfeld um, film with, uh, Woody Harrelson in it, um... Standard kind of coming of age uh, fair but looks looks quite interesting enough. Oh, there's a few laughs in the red band. I'll say uh, there that, that means that I'll I'll watch it on demand. <laughs> it's one of those. Mm. Uh, I won't go see it at cinema. Watch it on demand. Um, the new Jeff Nichols one, uh, Loving. Oh, um, I saw this as well. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, um, all over it. I mean, like oh, because absolutely. it's Jeff
0: Nichols, you know. But yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a. Yeah, I was watching and I was. Um, I was laid down. I was what on uh, the TV in our bedroom, um, on the Apple TV, and um, it, I was suddenly sort of laid down and watched it. And Daddy about halfway through the trailer, it had—I re- noticed that I'd moved from being sat down, at, like make sat make down and laid some across some my bed, time. to sat on the edge of my bed watching it. Going, hmm. And that, but I thought, right, if that can get me to do that in two and a half minutes, then you know it must have something there Yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm very much looking forward that looks very good very nice sorry I'll just be a second
1: um, I don't very know if you heard that but Lossie wants some chocolate um, uh, uh,
0: we go. two things mate sorry yeah yeah
1: Yeah, sorry about Crackle,
0: mate. Oh, hello? Hello? Hello, I can hardly hear you, but... Oh, bugger. Um... Uh, how's this now? It's, it, you're crackly as, as, as hell, but... How about now?
1: Yeah, it sounds a bit better there, yeah. Going to uh, sit on my steps again like I did the other day. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead.
0: Cool. Uh, yeah, um, other than that, I think that is it. Yeah, Yeah, that's everything on trailers-wise. Uh, so, um, without further ado, we'll get to our, our feature review, uh, which is of Keanu, uh, directed by um, Peter Atencio. I'm going to go with that, fuck it. Okay. Sure. Um... And stars... Jordan, how are we saying it? Peel. Peel. Is it, is it Peel? That's a lot of these. Um, Keegan-Michael Kaye, um, and who else is in it? Uh, Method Man is in it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Will Forte, Luis Guzman, Nina Long turns up. Um, Anna Faris. Whoop. Well, Anna Farris, yes. Uh, Keanu Reeves' voice is there. Hmm. Um and uh, Tiffany Heddish is there as well. Uh, Taking from an idea from the film John uh, Wick, um, <laughs> start the movie, we get uh, a, a, a. looks like a church, isn't it? Um, yeah. With uh, a drug dealer in it, and then these two guys come in and are flipping about doing shit um, that are known as the Allentown Boys. Um, and then that a cat that one of these drug dealers has called Enrique. Oh, is it Inglésias? It Inglésias. It's Inglésias, call.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I even watched it like an hour ago as well. <laughs> uh, the cat makes off and ends up finding uh, its way to Ren, um, who is just getting over a breakup and um, he sees the cat and the cat ends up becoming his whole life. Um, and then the cat gets stolen and him and his uh, cousin, um, Clarence, Go to look for the cat who has been taken by drug dealers. Uh, Ian, Keanu,
1: what did you think? I had a lot of fun with this. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this. I don't know anything about Key and Peel. Um, I've never, I've never watched any of their stuff. I'm sure it, people are talk, like post, posting about it on Facebook and stuff all the time. But it is one of the. Deb, they're, they're, they're one of those things. It's like that bloody um, Horace and Pete thing that Louis C.K. did where I just I switch off because I, I, it, it's just, I'll see if people are still talking about this in five years and maybe I'll give it a go then. Um, but after Keanu, I'm, I'd be more tempted to actually go through their stuff if I did watch any TV other than the people versus O.J. Simpson at the moment. Um, it's very funny. Um, I laughed consistently. Um, I was in very early like the music that plays when Keanu is there which feels like it feels like it's the end of a 90s action film or something or like a <laughs> yeah. you know like a Hans Zimmer 90s action score but
0: for a cat yeah,
1: um but, but, but that's what the guy which is great because it's what they're exactly
0: what they're going for yeah yeah
1: and it, uh, yeah it's so uh, absolutely perfect um but I I I think the chemistry between Key and Peel is really good. I mean, obviously they've been working together for years anyway, but it, it works very well. Uh the whole like almost the whole kind of almost being able to pretend that they're badass gangsters, like almost like it's something inherent in, in them just being black, like the way that they are able to switch it on. Like like a switch, just like the, like when they first do it, and yeah. they're in the bar and they just turn around. And it's like, what you say? You know, straight away. It's, it's, it's it, I don't know, I don't know what that what that is commenting on, but it
0: feels it's not, like it's commenting it's on, on essentially, something. On essentially, it is. It's just a voice and an attitude that sets people apart. <laughs> from from looking like one
1: thing to looking like another. Yeah, so it's like they they just they just get it, and I I, I think I think maybe earlier on I, have, I I just inferred that it was because they are black, and so they know. And that's not obviously not what it meant. It's just I don't know, like just pop culture or something has informed it, and they're able to do it. And I I liked the personas that they that they had, and the little, like, crossing in their arc where Clarence is suddenly really into it. Yeah. Uh, and, like, how kind of far he goes with that. And I, I, I'll just say right now, that dream sequence, like, the, the, the sequence where he's on drugs is, the, like, the funniest thing I've seen for, so far this year. It is. Uh, the combination of the George Michael video and then Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Like, it's just and the thing is the George Michael thing it's well established up to that point in the film that like he's really into George Michael but then to have that happen I, I it was just brilliant and like just like when when he's really excited to like do the dance and do the spin he's like i can't do it i can't do it i just did it you know the spin it, it's sorry what did you think i i just i had such a good time with it
0: uh, yeah, I had to say I had a good time I don't think I had a good time with, with you, but that's not to say at, at any point I had a bad time <laughs> with it. I do think it's a little bit too long, um, but maybe sort of five ten minutes. I think there's a Yeah, that's a fair. That is fair. Yeah. Um, but overall, it, it, it's it's bouncy and it's punchy. It's got so much energy, but it's not constantly trying to be doing stuff. It's just it, it's relentless in the fact that they say they've got a good bounce off each other but not only that when it's not like the film is only good or the film is only funny when it's them two together they have funny moments when it's not just them two together for instance the the scene where they're in the uh where um, you've got clarence in the car with um the three uh gangbaggers and he's teaching them about george michael is <laughs> brilliant it's a oh, great scene and i mean um, like the, the the words
1: and the uh that they start opening up to each other about not having a father and whatnot, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's, there's this great little moments like that. It's not it's not one of those films that relies on them two being funny together. It is very good when they're funny together, but also, as well, there's funny bits to the side. Uh, I think it's one of those... It's a strange movie in that it's... It, it's just a lot better than I expected it to be. I expected it to be one of those where it'd be 90 minutes long and I'd, I'd have a good enough time with it to say that I didn't hate it and there'd be a few really funny belly lats involved of a cat uh, and the rest of it would be a little bit like, do you know what, I'm happy to look at my phone right now. Uh, whereas uh, with this, it wasn't. The cat isn't in it. The cat isn't really a, a, a main character, which I think is quite good. They've kind of, They've tricked people a yeah. little bit yeah. <laughs> with it by thinking that it's all about this cute cat, and it's not. The cat is literally in it a few bits, and all it reads really is run and meow. And then at one point, when it actually has anything to do, it's Keanu Reeves, yeah. which is which is brilliant and fucking bravo, to Keanu Reeves, because he is that kind of guy who would go, "That's funny, I'm
1: gonna do that." Yeah,
0: and, and we'll have probably done that over the phone or some shit like that.
1: Oh, no, no, absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, it's just one of those ones that you just think, yeah, he'd, he'd be down for that. Yeah. It, it, like, it, it wouldn't it, have been a hard conversation.
0: Is, it, somebody around that film went, do you know what, we should get Keanu into What is it? And then someone's gone, there's no way he'll do it, there's no way he'll do it. And that person's gone, yeah, he'll do it. Trust me, he'll yeah.
1: do it. <laughs> and just the fact that it's even got the Matrix music in the background as well, <laughs> it, it just, it's it's it, it's incredible. I Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I mean that, that that that's it. I mean, God, I don't think there's an awful lot to say about Keanu. That's the thing. But it just it it is consistently funny. I think pretty much all the
0: way through it. It um, doesn't go for stupidity either. It, it mm. does a stupid, but it isn't. It's, it is a stupid premise, but it doesn't go for too much slapstick. It doesn't try and gross you out. It isn't overtly crass or anything like that. It, it is just quite kind of solid, bouncy things. Well, my favorite scenes was the scene where it, it, they they, where they try to get him through the flip.
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah. And it's just
0: the flip, and it, then, but the shot you see is, is a shot of his face, and everybody reacts in the background, and his face is like, "Holy shit, that it, worked!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he can't quite believe it at all. Um, I, I did, I did like
1: as well. They they asked the other guy to do it. It's just like. We flip on alternate days. There's no yeah. flipping from. There's no flipping from me today. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, so there's, there's, there's loads of kind of moments like that where it is. It just happens to be funny. Hmm. It, it's that kind of. It's that kind of. There's like not that much to go about it uh, other than the fact that it is. It's a solid film. I like Lewis Guzman turning up and just essentially being just Lewis Guzman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great because that's what he kind of does now. He kind of wobbles on set. Does
1: a little bit of Luis Guzman thing, and then one was away like, oh, okay. again. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, even though I follow him on Twitter, and he's, he's, he's. I mean, he plays the game very well. He's very good at the old uh, like the promotion and stuff. But he seems mm. quite approachable as well. Like he's always he's he's kind of replying to people quite a lot. It does kind of feel like no one would go on Twitter to just attack Luis Guzman. It oh,
0: kind there's of... no way you could. He's, he, he's, you know, the thing about Luis Guzman is, yeah. you know. If you, now people look at him and go, oh, he's just a guy who turns up and plays that character and stuff. But he's actually really quite a good actor. Mm. And, you know, he's always fun and stuff. He, he seems to enjoy being being Louis Guzman and, and having the ability to go, do you know what? I can just turn up and be Louis Guzman now. How the fuck did that happen?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and the guy's been kind of playing his trade for near 40 years now. So he's kind of, he's earned the right to be <laughs> Louis Guzman.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, like you can just rock like rock up for a few days, like take like fifty grand or something, then just bog off again, you know it's just exactly. it's, yeah, no, absolutely, but I mean like the action when it comes is is all right, there's not a lot of it, but um when it comes it's it's decent enough um I liked that they, the key and peel played the um those brothers as well, um yeah, like I. I, I, like uh, straight away I kind of thought hang on that's them isn't it but I like the kind of the different attitude they had and the, the fact they never say anything. it was um, I don't know it was like the the dark side of them or something weirdly and I, I, you know I quite enjoyed that it just it's uh, yeah like you say it was better, it was certainly better than expected. Um, it seems like it disappeared quite quickly in the US and it, it already kind of feels like it's gonna do nothing over here. Um, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I took the time to see it. I, I, like The trailer did have me interested and I did like the poster. And uh, yeah, I, I wasn't really let down. I think it's a perfectly decent mid-level studio comedy.
0: Yeah, well, I, I read a thing um, where they were, they were talking about it, um, about what they expected from the film, and they, they both kind of said, look, we to be honest, when we set out to make it, we never expected it to get a, a theatrical release. Yeah. It was something that was always going to be just a, a BOD. And, you know, the fact that we've got a bit of a small um, theatrical release it is, is incredible, and we, we honestly couldn't believe it. Um, and <laughs> it. It's, you know, it's not... I've done fantastic, but it's done all right. It's made, I think, twenty odd million um, so far, which for a movie of that kind to make that money at the box office isn't isn't bad, really.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like you factor in like VOD and stuff, and exactly. yeah, 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 it'll be all
0: right. Yeah, it, it, this film will be fine because this film, the thing is, this is a film that that loads of people will say, "Do you know what?" I, I would not pay to watch it, but I'll happily watch it when it lands on Netflix. Yeah. Which you know, completely missing, missing the fact that you kind of are paying to watch it <laughs> if it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it will end up on that, you know, uh, favourites or you know the popular now thing on on Netflix without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it'll do well from that. But yeah, it's I, I was I was surprised at how. How consistently solid it was, um, to be honest, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised by that. So it's it definitely not shit from me. Yep, definitely not shit. Uh, and our poll so far is running at fifty-seven um, percent, definitely not shit. Fourteen percent touching cloth, and just twenty-nine percent shit. So that's that's not bad for, for that movie, to be honest. How, how many votes? Uh, seven. Oh, okay, cool but I wanted to put it out it uh, earlier today um, and uh, I'll put it out for a few days so we'll see how it goes from there. Um so yeah Ian uh, what have you been watching uh, on this fabulous week? Um
1: I'm going to get another Elvis juice and then I'll tell you what I've been watching. And and not a second before. Do you like that? going to take this opportunity to move upstairs as well, so I don't think Lottie's paying attention today, which is good. <laughs> oh, dear. No, She's become insistent I do this downstairs, but um, she might be able to get away with it. Right, can you still hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, cool. Um Jay. Okay. So, I um, forgot to talk about this for the last two episodes now. <laughs> Batman vs. Superman the
0: ultimate edition oh yes you watched that didn't you
1: yeah um, so it's basically you can't polish a turd that's that's oh. really it um, it's you know 20-25 minutes extra it m- does flesh things out a little more um
0: exactly. that thing?
1: sorry Is that a good or a bad thing? Well, the thing is, it's like, if they did that and cut out some of the the action in the third act, I'd probably be all right with it. But you've got all this, like, potentious build-up and all this, like, do we need Superman? Is he the right thing for us? And, like, Batman being a bastard. Um, I mean, I do, I, I still really enjoy
0: Ben Affleck
1: being a prick. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, I still enjoy Ben Affleck being just an utter bastard in this, and it's such a weird interpretation of Batman. And uh, I like—I've I've got a feeling he's going to be a rather more jollied up when it comes to Justice League, but um, as well as much as he can with Batman anyway. But it's asking all these questions, and and with the extended material, it's asking like these questions for even longer, and then it's Martha. And then Doomsday comes into it, and he's terrible, and then Superman dies, but any person in the audience who is over the age of six will know he's not actually dead. So, that really, and that still really pisses me off that. Like, the last ten minutes of this film is Zack Snyder reaching for emotional weight with all-, in there. all Sorry?
0: But it not he? Yeah, yeah. Isn't he? that's it, it. Angered me during the what is it of, of going? But he isn't dead,
1: and that's the, and by that time with a film that that is that long, you kind you kind of just want to get it done with. And no, we have to sit through the the shit baggery of
0: Superman's funeral.
1: Yeah, you know it's I it just
0: fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, I was I was interested when you said there was going to be. Uh, I remember you saying uh, on the cast that there was going to be an extended uh, version of it. It was like twenty five minutes longer, and it would be you know it, it was going to bump it up to a, an hour for a PG thirteen. I was like, right, do you know what? I'll watch that. But from everyone's reaction, I'm looking at going. Do you know what? That's nearly three hours long.
1: Oh, d- by the way, it's still a
0: twelve over here then it can go fuck itself. That's nearly three hours long. And I, I was thinking about it and thinking, do you know what? I, I didn't hate Batman versus Superman. David, David neither
1: did I, but...
0: Yeah, I didn't hate it, but just because I didn't hate it doesn't mean to say that I ever have to watch it again. And I know that I will have to watch it again um, before whatever next comes out, uh, not... Suicide Squad, obviously, but whatever next—Batman, Superman, or Justice League, or whatever—and I'll I have to watch it then. So I might as well wait for that to watch it again because I, I've got plenty else I can do with three hours.
1: Yeah, you are not catching me watching this again. There's, there's, I, I can't. No, there's no way I could spend this amount of time to to watch it again. Like, I, you know, you could watch two really good pacey films for the price of one relatively shitty really ill-advised blockbuster.
0: yeah that, that, that's that's my thing is it i just i don't i, I don't think i'll need anything I don't think I'm, it doesn't sound like i get anything from those extra 27 minutes
1: no i, I mean the, the, the thing is it's like the extra stuff is fine you know i mean like there's there's a subplot, kinda with um, a woman who literally in the theatrical cut, I think there's a shot of her in like the, one of the hearings that Holly Hunter does at the start and she's talking about her family dying and stuff. And there's more with her and it's Clark Kent investigating her because he doesn't like because like Superman's like, well I didn't do that so something's going on here. And that's what gets him to Gotham. So there's, there's, there's things there that, it, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, that, that's fine. Jenna Malone's in it for like a minute. Um, and she gets it, she actually gets her name in the opening credits here. Um, and I, it just, yeah, you don't need three hours of this. You just don't need it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it makes Civil War look so, so much better in comparison. It's, it's, and I mean, like, I'm a noted Marvel fan anyway, but, like, the way that that film, like, the third act of that film, it's, it's action you're, you want, kind of want to see, like, Iron Man versus Captain America, that's something you want to see. And the stakes in there are actually interesting. They are.
0: But with Civil War, it does pussy out a little bit. Well, yeah,
1: no, it, uh, yes,
0: it does. It does, because it, it, it kind of it, it leads it you into it, and you're thinking, Arthur. oh, fuck, are they, actually, are they actually going to to do something that they haven't had the balls to do in this movie? They're going to do it, they're going to do it, they're going to... They're not going to do it, are they? are
1: not going to do it. No, and I- it kind
0: of makes you go, do you know what? I... I because I, I really enjoyed Civil War. I really did enjoy Civil War, but it still made it still finished, and I still went. I really couldn't give a fuck about any Marvel movie after this. Yeah, but I mean, I
1: I like that. I I like the, the the fracturing of like you know, Iron Man's always seen Captain America as a goody two shoes kind of patriot. Will do whatever his master tells him, and through this, that is irrecoverably shattered and it it shows that captain america is a three-dimensional person but maybe those dimensions are ill-advised i like the background stuff it's not martha no
0: it, it's not and it is it, it, it's, a, it's a much it's a much better movie without question I, but I think, no, I, I,
1: I think that's an absolutely fair criticism i i genuinely do it's one of those ones though where I've, the film gives me enough goodwill everywhere else that I can forgive it.
0: Oh yeah, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree on that. Absolutely, because oh. like I say I was, I was surprised at how much I, I enjoyed the, the good bits in because uh, Civil War is not a perfect movie by any stretch of imagination, but the good bits were so good for me that I, I, I was willing to go. Do you know what? I, I I can deal with all that other shit that I don't like because I like this. Whereas the bits that I enjoyed from Batman versus Superman, I look at and go, yeah, that was good and everything like that, but I'd have to watch all of that as these other bits as well. And they were, nah, they weren't that good. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't yeah. good enough to make it worthwhile for that. So I'll, do you know, do you know what? I'll, just, I'll, do, I'll watch Civil War again. I'll be fine.
1: <laughs> and do you know what? It's the first 100 gigabyte 4K Blu-ray, and I, I want to see what that's like. So bad, but I'm not going to.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't need to see ball. that. It doesn't it doesn't matter how fucking good it looks, it won't make the actual internal actual film be any better.
1: No. RRP on that, twenty five quid. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no. I hope Suicide Squad's good. I want that in four K.
0: I really, really fucking hope Suicide Squad's good because I'm very excited about it. If, if it's not good, I'm going to be crushingly disappointed. If
1: you like Sabotage, you'll be fine.
0: Yes, that's it. I am looking at that and going, hang on a minute. The only way I will dislike this is if it's if it's not an A. M. movie, and that'll be when everyone's coming out going, that was magnificent, and I come out and go, that made sense. What's going on?
1: That's uh, yeah. That's that's fair. well. I don't know. Fury made sense. Yeah, Fury and Fury was very good actually. Yeah, oh. I,
0: you know, I, I have absolute faith in Samus Sam, in the fact that they basically said we've let David Ayer make it, you know a Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> that is quite encouraging. And the thing is, no matter what people will say, they've let. Zack Snyder make a Batman movie and a Superman movie. Whether they're good or not, and that's a good thing, that is, you know, it, it, it is a different debate. But they have allowed a director to make his movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, for better or worse, Fair Play to, uh I don't know, it's just the fact that they not only let Snyder direct his, their movies, but his movies, it's kind of like they've like, let him kind of shape... <laughs> the, 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 yeah, essentially, you had giving the keys to say, and they've already kind of backtracked on that as well. Like he's, it, I get the sense he's now very much the director. Yeah, which uh, is probably a good thing. But anyway, um, also I forgot to talk about the Wicker Man last week, but I wrote a piece with Von Zilla on that. So um, about the, the Cage Wicker Man, that is. It's on UK Netflix now. I like it more every time I watch it, so I'll leave it there. Um, uh, so, oh, what can I go through quickly? Uh, My neighbor Totoro, Just another watch with Lottie. Watch the whole thing. Uh, rewatched the Hill Caesar. Uh, oh, was that like a rewatch. Uh, yeah, good. It's still, it's still very inconsequential. Like it does. Because The Big Lebowski's inconsequential as well, but it's got, yeah. it's got a, a, it, I don't know, it's got a feel all its own, that film, and this feels bitty, and not really about anything, but you still have a good time while it's on. Like, you okay. still have a really good time while it's on, but I certainly, it's not vintage Coen's, but it's very good.
0: No, it's one of those... It's better than Burn After Reading, but it's not um, at the level of something like Lebowski for, like you say, inconsequential, Colin.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, Okay, uh, well, Fled. Why don't I talk about Fled? Um, So it's on UK Netflix, and uh, it was a bit of a train watch in the week. Like, I I watched the vast majority of it on the train to and from work, and, uh, you know... Twenty-minute chunks. Why not?
0: Um, so, it is absolutely the type of movie you could do that with.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the kind of that, those are the kinds of ones I, I aim for with um, with my train watches, and this was pretty perfect. Um, <laughs> you know, like you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able, you shouldn't really watch Hail Caesar in twenty-minute chunks. Like if it feels unfair to it. But something like Fled, why not? Um, yeah. So, he, uh, no, Lawrence Fishburne. Stephen Baldwin in, in that that rare time that did not last any time at all, where Stephen Baldwin can pretty much co-lead a film. Yeah, um, they play convicts who, due to events, find themselves on the run. But wouldn't you know it, Lawrence Fishburne's actually a something and. Stephen Baldwin shouldn't have been on that chain gang, but he was because something and somebody's boss is actually doing something else. And it's all twisty and turny and bobbins. <laughs> um, I like the fact that the last shot of the film is Lawrence Fishburne about to aggressively assault Stephen Baldwin. Um <laughs> And there's a a joke referencing what's love got to do with it at the end, which is mental. Um, There's like almost a reference to domestic violence that's played for laughs. Um, And yeah, there's a shot in it where Stephen Baldwin is looking at a photo of him with a girlfriend and he's got a bandana like Kid Rock, uh, which was quite something. Um, there's a Cuban torture artist who empl- employs Chinese, uh, torture techniques because of his mongrel upbringing. Um, and Lawrence Fishburne's Lawrence Fishburne before he got fat. Yeah. He is.
0: He, he's in that. He's in that. I, I'm only just no longer Larry Fishburne and I. Haven't quite started fighting people at Craft Services if they touch my Danish Fishburn. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, exactly. by the way, at Craft Services, every Danish is Lawrence's Danish.
1: I, it makes me laugh. But uh, film junk. They. Um, there was an episode once where Jay Cheal on there was talking about being at a. Um, I think a film festival in Amsterdam, and he was watching a film. And this guy was laughing really loudly in the back, in, like behind him and just going like, holy shit, like loads and just pissing himself. And he turned around wanting to like shush him and he looked and it was just like the happiest looking Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> ever. Just really, really into this film. And just oh, laughing the film? like a maniac. I wish I could remember, but just loving life. And Jay Chiel was just like, I'm just going to let Lawrence Fishburne be Lawrence Fishburne. That's great. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it just, he feels like, I'm Lawrence Fishburne. I'm not going to have a massive ego unless you challenge me.
0: Let me live my
1: life. That feels <laughs> yeah. like Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Yeah. And he's, again, he's another one who has, has kind of, he's at the right to be that kind of Lawrence Fishburne.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, I, it's, I mean, it's bobbins. It's rubbish, but it's, uh, (laughs) it's. I mean, it's inoffensive enough bobbins anyway. You know, it's a bit long. It's like an hour and forty. Could you be an hour and a half, maybe? But hey, you know, there's computer discs and like nineties computer discs and online chat rooms, which are amazing. And it's
0: yeah, it's amazing that that. But Stephen Baldwin used the, the kind of the, 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 the kind of the jump that he had in his yeah. career had from the usual suspects to make Fled and Biodome yeah I want to rewatch Biodome I mean don't get me wrong I love Biodome but but I'm a little bit mad so in, in terms of some of the films that I love um, so yeah do I, I, you know what I, I would say rewatch watch Biodome because it's a lot of fun but there are very few other people in the world that would ever say you should rewatch Biodome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: Biodome is one I've seen more than once. So I yeah. think maybe I'd. Yeah. Um, so that's Fled. Um, Suspiria, it was on movie. Watched it in HD. Lovely, lovely colours. I'd really, really like a 4K. Please. Yeah.
0: That would that's, be nice. That's playing, uh, because at the moment, uh, at Pitch House, uh, there's a reffing um, curated oh, season okay. uh, going on um, that has uh, Carrie, Drone, Mulholland Drive, Susperia, and something else playing in the next couple of weeks at uh, Pitch House cinemas.
1: That would be cool. I'm assuming they're probably 2K... Um, DCPs but it would be very cool to see those in a cinema. Yeah. That would be very cool. Um, I also watched uh, I've got a couple more um, Van Helsing.
0: Have you seen it before?
1: Oh yeah in the cinema.
0: And you watched it again?
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, to be honest I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> the, the only thing I, the only two things I remembered about Van Helsing Going into this, were Kate Beckinsale's face in the moon at the end, and the horse-drawn carriages dropping down a ravine and blowing up for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> there's nothing. I'm pretty sure there's nothing explosive in these horse-drawn carriages, but they blow the fuck up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Mean, it's. I mean. It's not good. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Like over two hours long as well. Yeah, it's like two hours, ten minutes. It's ridiculous. Shit. Um, yeah, it's not good, but I kind of admire what Stephen Sommers was trying to do here. <laughs> there's, I mean, because there's ambition, man. Like, the first ten minutes is black and white, and you know, it's the death of Frankenstein, but it mixes up like Dracula and Igor defects and whatnot. And then you bring in the wolfman and uh, Dr. Jekyll's, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are in it at the start. Um, and he, he actually makes the kind of the mashing up of the elements somewhat work in a story sense, kind of. Um, and the action's fine, but it is over two hours, and Hugh Jackman's actually really
0: boring in it. Well, it was it was the kind of the the first kind of wave of, of, of Hugh Jackman arriving, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean it was like the first franchise that was going to be entirely his, you know, because obviously hmm. X Men was a bit of an ensemble piece. Um, and it, I don't know, it just it feels like Summers and Jackman had the best intentions, but it was just. Shit. yeah can can you well can you really do a four quadrant action thing with these characters and it's going to be interesting to see what Universal do now with the uh you know the mummy film they've got coming out with Tom Cruise um which is, I don't know it's like Tom Cruise is like a bloody like Navy SEAL of an operation and the um Sophia Batella um who was uh, Samuel Jackson's uh, henchwoman in Kingsman, and she's in Star Trek Beyond. She's like the white-haired alien in Star Trek Beyond. She's the mummy. Um, but then, like, Russell Crowe is going to appear in that as well as Dr. Jekyll. And Javier Bardem's been cast as Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. And so they're, they're like, trying to do it all again, and there's there's... Rumblings about whether Dracula Untold, which was supposed to be the first part of this stuff, is actually going to be canon or whether they're just going to let that like disappear off. And it kind of feels like, right, they're doing it again. Then are they? When they already tried it with Van Helsing and it didn't work, it's the kind of the desperation to have all this like shared universe stuff. And, and the thing I liked about Van Helsing was that they just went, well, instead of having a shared universe because we don't know what they are because this was 2004, we're just going to chuck everything in and see if it works. And I, I, I kind of admire that, despite the fact that it patently does not work at all, and Richard Roxburgh as Dracula is fucking terrible. Oh, Christ, I forgot about that. Like, he's brutal. He's really, really, really bad. Um and yeah, like I say, Hugh Jackman's boring, Kate Beckinsale's boring. David Wenham, as like the friar who assists Hugh Jackman, has more of a glint in his eye than Jackman does. You know, David Wenham is like a friar who essentially fucks the living shit out of this girl after they let that like he saves her and it's like, good for you. Why can't Jackman do that? <laughs> You know, and he, he you know, he's gotta have like, oh, I've got lot, like, my can't remember something, and I've got a tragic past. But David Wenham's there, just like, I'm oh, along for the ride, oh, she's hot, I'm gonna say, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do, yeah, yeah, no problem, I'm just a friar, I'm not a priest, let's do this. You know, it's... I, I, I would like David Wenham. In David Wenham. Not Van Helsing, just David Wenham. I'd watch that. <laughs>
0: Fair enough.
1: Um, uh, and finally, um, uh VOD release that came, um, uh, this week, uh, which I reviewed for VODzilla, um, Summertime, uh, which is Blue is the Warmest Colour meets Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Um, basically, 1970s France, Farm Girl moves to Paris. Uh, interestingly, she seduces... ...militant feminist teacher... ...played by Cécile de France... ...um... ...not the other way round... ...which I, I, I enjoyed... ...uh... ...they fall madly in love... ...there's a fair bit of full frontal nudity... ...and then a tragedy back at the farm... ...calls the farm girl back home... ...Cécile de France... ...kind of goes with her... ...and then it's... ...will their forbidden love be accepted... ...in this small farming community... Um, performance is very good looks great um blue is the warmest colour is three hours long so it gives you quite a lot of time to settle into the rhythm of their relationship and you know that film devotes a good 45 minutes or so to just like getting the two characters together this takes about 20 minutes or so and that Cecile de France's character has a boyfriend and quite a lot of baggage there um this is an hour and forty. I actually could have done
0: with it being longer. I think some more <laughs> one what? of those few films that could have done with an extra twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I think some more narrative t- uh, connective tissue would have uh, would have been helpful. Uh, but when it's on, it's very on. It's very enjoyable. Um, the ending is nicely tense. Not quite as. Uh, did you see Brooklyn?
0: I still haven't seen Brooklyn. No. Okay.
1: Um, so the last ten minutes or so of Brooklyn is tension 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 but yeah is all i'll say uh, there's a scene involving Saoirse Ronan and an old lady where Saoirse Ronan has a realization and it's amazing um so yeah summertime it's good it will probably be on netflix within a year um and i i'd say it's worth paying for the vod but equally just watch it on netflix um yeah, good stuff. If you've ever no. wanted to see Cecile full Ballfront oh, there's your chance.
0: Well uh, well that that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Not good enough to pay uh, seven ninety nine, but i uh, good enough to wait for a Netflix.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, it's it, it, like, I don't mean to be as reductive as that though. It's 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 a it's a very good film.
0: Cool. Is that was that the last thing I've asked? I had done, sir. Cool. Uh, right. I'll, I'll go through uh, my I, I started watching the Bourne movies because I'll be honest, I don't really remember them that well. Uh, I've only seen sort of each of them once, and it, it did take me a long time to watch The Bourne Identity. Not that it took me a long time, it's just that I tried watching it several times and made it like half an hour in and then either fell asleep or I had to turn it off because I was too tired. That's at the time wasn't anything to do with the movie, it was just that I always started watching it at like midnight or something stupid like that. Um, so, yes, I started with uh, Bourne Identity. See, I bought these on iTunes. Actually, all four of them for uh, for fifteen ninety nine uh, with all the iTunes extras, which I think is a bit shabby. of a, yeah. yeah. Then there's a bargain for that. However, uh, the weird thing is, there's extras on identity, there's extras on supremacy, and there's extras on legacy, but not on ultimatum. Really. Yeah, which like it would. That Blu-ray, there was extras there. Yeah, there's there's there's, 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 there's oh, a yes, no do. extras on, a, on Ultimatum, which is which is strange. They might get added at some point. Don't know. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I would think they will do. So yeah, so I'll go through them as if they're all kind of one movie rather than going through them individually. I'll just give up. I don't need to tell people about Bourne. I think people who listen to this podcast will have all seen Did the Bond movies what? anywhere, um, so they'll they'll know the, the story of Jason Bond. Huh? Did you watch them all? I watched all uh, first three, yeah. Oh, right, okay. okay. I watched uh, Legacy, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Identity. It, it's The first one, it's the Doug Leman one rather than the uh, Paul Greengrass one. Um, it's Yeah, it, it's noticeably um, not as good as the other two, to be honest. Um, in fact, it I, I did finish and I thought, was a bit shit, actually.
1: Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I
0: I, I I I didn't see it as either aged horribly or it was always just been a little bit shit. It, it felt very much like one of those early noughties kind of Eurocentric um, thrillers. You know, it feels like something that if it was released now, it'd star um, James, what's his name, Purcell? Is it that was in Prison Break, uh, and would be straight to VOD? Oh, Dominic
1: Purcell.
0: Dominic Purcell, that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, James Pur. I was James and, and Dominic Purcell mixed up because essentially they're the same person, just different things. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, Do I think with...
1: Dominic Purcell's the big dude. Yeah. The big dude and James Purfoy? Yeah.
0: Really? James Purfoy's not a small dude, is he? Hang about. James Purfoy's not a small guy.
1: What, him from fucking Solomon Kane?
0: Yeah, he's not a a little guy. you, You
1: confuse James Purfoy and Dominic Purcell.
0: I, I, I think they're fairly, fucking changeable.
1: Right? Could you just Google Dominic Purcell for me? Because I'm a little I don't, unsure. I don't it, know what he looks like. I, 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 I watched fucking four seasons of Prison Break, and I've seen
0: Blade uh, Trinity more no, than
1: one. I'm sorry, no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. No, no. not says I don't No. they look alike. I'm saying in terms of their general kind of output is not too fucking dissimilar in terms of the level that they sit at. Right, okay. No, in terms of looks, no, they look nothing like each other. Yeah, no, all
1: right. I thought you had a stroke for a second. No, 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 sorry. Forgive me. All right, I I misinterpreted that.
0: No, it's the, it's the general kind of the level that they kind of aim at where you wouldn't be surprised if they cropped up in something like a David Ayer movie as a third level character, but they're more interested in doing something that they could be on the front cover of that will be £3 in Asda and on Netflix, and you'll go, mm, maybe, on a Tuesday morning. Rio. OK. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Identity was a little bit a little bit weak, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then once we got to Supremacy, I, I was kind of like, do you know what? Yeah, identity is weak when you compare it to, to, to this because Supremacy gets a lot better um, very quickly and the fact that it looks a lot fucking nicer um, straight away. Green uh, Greengrass' style isn't for everybody, um, but I, I, I dig it. It works It works well for me. Um, story's good. It's a little bit punchier. Um, it does kind of, I did feel, though, towards the end of the supremacy, that it was going for the last sort of 20 minutes, It, it essentially just said, all right, we are a born film, so now we've got to have a car chase, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. It did feel a little bit like that. I thought it was quite amusing that it's... But um, Kyle Urban, um, A, I think he's from New Zealand, isn't he, Kyle Urban? I don't want yeah, to say he's yeah. from New Zealand, but actually he's from Australia, he so way. I'm going to confirm that before I finish talking, as thus to not, what is it? But yes, he is, he's from New Zealand. A New Zealander... In an American movie directed by an English guy. He's playing a Russian who only speaks Russian. That's just Carl Urban. That's yeah. fantastic.
1: I mean, it was it was the Carl Urban before um, before Bones, where he was just muscle basically, and because yeah. like, it was a surprise when he got cast as Bones.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because he, like you say, it's You know, he'd done. You know the Lord of the Rings movies, but he'd also done like Chronicles of Riddick and uh, and uh, this and Doom uh, and bits like that, and then obviously yeah, he was he was in Star Trek.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, no, absolutely. Um, God, I'm fucking looking forward to watching these again. I'm disappointed about Identity.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it just, it, I mean, don't be me wrong, it, it's it's not unwatchable or anything like that. It's just a bit. It, you are watching, going. This looks a bit like crap now. Um, Supremacy is a lot, is, you know, is a lot better, is markedly better, uh, and is thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and then Ultimatum is better again. However, I do think again, Ultimate follows the um, the plot of essentially the last sort of bit of Ultimate is basically the same as the last bit of Supremacy. Yeah. Car chase, um, gets out of car chase. I can see you, you can't see me, you go here, I get out. It's a bit like that. that there's a certain formula to it that maybe if you'd watch them every few years, so I didn't see them a couple years later, watch the premise in a couple years later, watch Ball Maybe it's different. When you're watching them over th- for like two days, you do notice that. And I was, to be honest, towards the end of Ball, Ball and because uh, I watched it straight after uh, Supremacy, I was getting a little bit bored, to be honest, um, of it, um, of the whole kind of shtick uh, that was going on. But it's the more interesting one. But then it it, it it kind of, the last 10 minutes is the most interesting part of it. And you kind of go, Do you know what? I could have done with less running around along the top of buildings and more of this last 10 minutes. Was
1: well, that really but, like t- the Albert Finney section?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go don't certainly with more of more of that. Um, so, holy, I enjoyed re watching them, but I, I still don't. I still can't remember why people hold them in the level of esteem they do for kind of action thrillers. Um, I couldn't say that any of them is a, a 5 out of 5, and I think I'd be pushing to say any of them is a 4 out of 5, to be honest. Um, they're perfectly fine. But beyond that, I, I can't really... I couldn't really get that excited about them, to be honest. Uh, but I am really looking forward to Jason Bourne. I wish to give it a different title. Mm. No, I mean, the, the thing um, is, it, it's just the fact that they did not have to
1: come back for it. So, they, like, they must have something they want to say, and that's interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Um, earlier on today, uh, I went and watched um, a... Um, Retro Screening of Stand By Me. Um, We have a movie that I've seen... Oh, it must be in, like, my top five watched movies uh, of all time because I've been watching it since I was about 10. So... And I had it on VHS when I was a kid and obviously when I was a kid you only had a certain amount of movies you could watch and it, they were the ones that you had on fucking VHS and it wasn't a wall full it was a fucking handful so I watched Stand By Me quite quite a lot as a kid and I, I've continued to watch it in fact I, I talked about the podcast a few weeks ago so I'm going to talk about actual film but it was great to see the fact that um, I was in the smallest screen uh, in York City screen but still a decent about 200 and odd people um, screen maybe um, more than like 300 Um and it was it was maybe a third film for a a Sunday afternoon where it was really really beautiful in New York today. It was very warm here, um, so it was nice seeing seeing that. Uh, it, it it backs up the fact that films do look different in, in cinemas. Uh, and the weird thing is, I've seen this film that many times, and yet. I still noticed a few things that I hadn't seen before that I hadn't noticed before because I was watching it in the cinema and it was an experience watching it in the cinema and it, it is a, there's a different feel to things they feel different in the cinema not better but certainly different. Um, it was a nice scene on 35 mil as well, which was which was great um, and it made me go, Do you know what? I need to be looking out more for these type of things because I there's sometimes where I look at them, I go oh Blas playing. Um, but I'm not, you know, I can watch it at home if I want so. And it's made me kind of go, do you know what, no, fucking okay, go out and watch them because it is a different experience and it was a really nice experience watching this movie I don't know what is it? So I will be sort of trying to catch up with these references and ones, so the you know the video drum and uh, catching my and drive at the cinema again. Uh, you know now I'm watching it as somebody who's in their thirties, not somebody who's in their early twenties. Um, it's going to be, I think I'll get a lot more out of it. And watching Sperier and the big screen again will be fantastic. You know. Oh, you're doing that just here, yeah. Nice. Um, so it, it, you know, they're great that these things are on, and it, it was it was heartening to see that other people were going to see it as well. Uh, and there was there was people of all ages. There were some guys in there that were um, sort of early twenties, and there were some people who sat behind us that you know looked like they were in their sixties. Uh, and it was a good kind of uh, crop of that, and everyone seemed to be enjoying it. And as well, the fact that that people had chosen to go and see a film that they'd probably already seen, uh, it meant that. Everyone just sat and watched and enjoyed the movie because they knew what was happening. So... everyone had their own little kind of interpretations of what was going on because they've probably seen this movie it wasn't the second time they saw it it was probably the third fourth fifth or fifteenth time they saw it so yeah. it was great and it does kind of it is that thing where every so often when you start to get a little bit worn down with the bullshit that goes with it going to the cinema it's that that kind of reminds you no actually the actual focus on the film it is different seeing it on that screen and the sound and everything like that it's, it does kind of reinvigorate that fuck yes yes this is what I want from the cinema um, which you know leads it to being you know this is what should happen there should be more it shouldn't just be the art house cinemas doing this it should be there should be more re-releases and do you know what it, it could actually help cinemas where you've got fucking 12 screens mm-hmm. and you've maybe got some on there for instance you're still playing fucking Captain America Civil War you're still playing twice a day at some fucking multiplexes and you're thinking I wonder if people are actually still going like I wonder if they are, or if it's just to fill a fucking screen. Why not throw on someone like this? Yeah. And just fucking see if people turn up. Um, so yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed that. And the last one I talk about uh, is Green Room. Um, which I know you really liked. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you were a big fan. So yeah, so I stuck this on uh, on Tuesday night, I believe. Um, I was looking forward to it. Uh, stuck it on. I knew... Not a lot. I tried to not know too much because of the fact that it's only ninety-five minutes. It struck me as the more I know about a film that is ninety-five minutes and very tense, the more I know the less that tension's going to be there. So I, mm. I I went into it kind of you know knowing essentially the plot, but beyond that I didn't know any of the big surprises or anything like that. Um, and I was a big fan of uh, Blue Room. It's very good. Um, I like the fact that uh, Jeremy Strong had decided to do Green Room because he said, you know, hopefully the career trajectory I'm on in four or five films' time, I'm not going to be able to make Green Room because they won't let me. <laughs> was quite kind of cool, but also a little bit like, that's worrying <laughs> in some ways. Um, but, yeah, it is a fucking tense movie, isn't it? Oh, my God, Yes. Yeah, it's. I think I actually, I actually, uh, I, I actually WhatsApped uh, Ian and uh, Noel, uh, John and Mike uh, <laughs> with uh, the uh, little Ankh-man, uh meme of uh, well that escalated quickly, uh, and that this film does escalate looking quickly. Oh yeah, it, it was the the moment. Uh, I'll say the moment where Anton. I don't want to spoil it because it's not a feature review film. I know we are all towards on time, but it's not a feature review film, so I, I feel like I'm going to leave this for people again get to it, I'll say. Uh, but a moment where Anton Yelchin puts his arm out somewhere and then from there it go you go, Oh, wow. Well that 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 escalated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Yelchin's fantastic, Poots is very good. Patrick Stewart's um plays completely against character. Um which is which is nice to see. Uh, I also think uh, Macaulay is is fantastic in this, uh, as he was in in Blue Ruin. Uh, I'd like to see him. I like to see him doing more because I think he's actually a really good actor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that Sonya yeah, um, deals with the, the movie itself um, and the tension in it, and um, the fact that. There's a bravery i think to doing this type of movie uh this uh, small movie as well it is is very very good um, it's it plays out very very well it's it's a it it shows that he is a a real fucking talent for him to keep that level of pulling you in and keeping you there and keeping you going, shit, shit, I, I, I kind of, I have to watch this, but I kind of don't want to watch because it's going to be grim and horrible and disgusting and it's going to make me feel icky. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it's a really, really good film, really powerful fucking tense shit is what I'll say. Yeah, you just had me nodding my head pretty much throughout that, man. Yeah, and I actually um, because piano was was one that people might not have seen that much of, I, and I thought I'd add green room on um, to doing our uh, our little poll here as well. Um, so I put that out there for green room for people to vote in, and uh, that's come back as definitely not shit eighty two percent. Uh, Touching cloth eighteen uh, percent and shit zero yeah, percent, nice. which is which is that. that. Uh, and that's up eleven votes uh, and that'll keep going for the next few days. Um, but yeah, that's that's cool that, that nobody. I I think if you're going into that movie knowing even an, a big bit about it and you think it's shit, then I I really wouldn't be able to understand why you're watching movies um, because it is it, it's a spectacular. Sculpted movie. Um, so, yes, that was what I've, I've watched. Um, so, Ian, um, we've got a few people have responded to our, uh, well, before we do questions, responded to our top fives uh, that we asked for. Um, so, do you want me to go through these uh, and then we'll do ours? Or? Yeah, go on, dude. Yeah, sounds good cool um so rich kid uh, at rich J kid uh, top 5 of 2016 so far number 1 he's got spotlight uh, number 2 he's got the nice guys number 3 the big shots number 4 deadpool and um, number 5 room um uh, Andrew Grover um, at uh, Nautas uh, says Green Room, uh, Closet Monsters, Nice Guys, Open an Extraordinary World, uh, and Carmen Tropical. Uh, I'm sure somebody else responded to this, so I'll just check, see if they responded on... Nope, that was the ones that responded, oh. yeah. Uh, so, Ian, uh, go on then, what are, what are yours before we get into questions? Cool, man, yeah.
1: So, uh, my number five would be Everybody Wants Some. Uh... yeah number four uh, Youth the uh, Paolo Sorrentino film Um, three is Green Room Uh, like I said I was kind of nodding all the way through what you're talking about there Uh, number two The Nice Guys and number one actually out on Blu-ray this week and I'm hoping my rewatch doesn't let me down The Witch
0: The Witch is your number one movie of the year
1: yeah fuck you (laughs) wow
0: (laughs) you're so wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, mine are Number 5 Everybody Wants Some Nice Number 4 Deadpool mm. uh, Number 3 Green Room mm-hmm. Number 2 uh, Demolition Right uh, And number 1 The Nice Guys Ah there we go Yeah. Fucking the witch Fucking Madman <laughs> It's It's
1: like the hyped up horror of the last few years that I actually think warranted it and that's a miracle in itself. I will just say I did I did a bottom five quite quickly.
0: Oh go go. Uh I did i I'll try and quote them off the top of my head. Nice. Five,
1: Gods of Egypt, four <laughs> yeah. Grimsby, three, the forest, two, yeah, that's right, Grimsby is better than the forest. Um two, Dad's army, and one the unfolding which, the Unfolding. Yeah, it was a. I, I think I talked about it on the show, but it was a, a like basically one of those fright fest presents yeah. things.
0: We're talking about it now. Yeah, I,
1: I still, I, I, still do not know why it was called the unfolding. <laughs> it, it was fucking brutal. It was, it was awful. Uh, but yeah, there you go. The unfolding.
0: Um, mine would be my bottom five would be. Um, <laughs> I did mean and put the witch in there, and I promise I'm not just doing that to be a dick. Um, but yeah, that would be in there. Um... No way,
1: man. Like, Black Philip, would you like to live deliciously? Come on, can't be in your bottom five.
0: It's in my bottom five. Fuck off. It's in my bottom five. No, it's
1: yeah. not. It is. Oh, it's, just, it's the sabotage
0: reverse switcheroo. <laughs> At least, some is entertaining. <laughs> And it's an Andron. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to stop being mean because it's your favourite movie of the year, and it's horrible to start taking the piss, and I don't like that. So I'm, I'm going to stop now. Um, so yeah, uh, you just don't else?
1: want to live deliciously, man. You don't like the taste of butter.
0: I don't like the taste of Kit. What's the name of butter? I think I haven't seen that many that have actually offended me that much this year. Um, so,
1: to be it, fair, the, that my, my bottom two are the only ones that genuinely I cannot believe I just sat
0: through that. Gods of Egypt are being there, in the fact that it was shit. What about The Forest? The Forest was shit. That would be my bottom five as well. Um, I'll maybe X-Men Apocalypse currently. But that's because I, I don't think I've actually watched anything that fucking terrible this yeah, year. Yeah, I... Or um, Get a Job. That'd be in there.
1: Oh god, yeah, no, okay,
0: yeah, because that was just fucking awful. Uh, we have got a few questions uh, this week, um, so I shall I shall find them and go through those. Um, we had one coming, uh, a couple actually, from um, Steve Dixon, uh, the at uh, the uh, the great SD. Um, uh, the day after we recorded the last show, so I I, I have remembered to to get to this. Um, And he's got two questions there. Um, The first one is What's your top five Schwarzenegger films? And the other question is Am I the only one getting sick of cameos in films? No, you're not, actually. Cameos? Yeah, uh, there there does seem to be a heightened amount of kind of cameos, of of, of kind of, oh, look, in movies, it, it is getting, it does detract sometimes from things a little bit. I don't
1: know. I'm not particularly offended by that, to be honest. Um, solid RuPaul
0: Paul cameo in Fled, by the way. <laughs> it did, that doesn't bother me. It's when you have a film where there's more than one or two. When there's four or five, it's a little bit like, all right, yes, your mate's with Blah, Your mate's with Blah. Oh, look. Jay Z's in it. Oh, oh, look, it's... What's his name? The one. Kanye West. He's in this. Brilliant. There's bits like that that kind of have on me.
1: yeah I suppose like names. in Trainwreck that scene where um oh god isn't it like Matthew Broderick and a few other people show up or something for a scene and it's like yeah. what
0: the fuck is going on mm. yeah it's, it's those type of ones that bother me
1: Top five Schwarzenegger. Fuck, man. I
0: think I did a top five Schwarzenegger, a letterbox, a while ago. A, 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 well, I say a while ago, I mean like a few fucking years ago. So I'm going to have a look and see if I can find that.
1: Fuck, right, dude. Alright, so. Oh you got the two Terminators. You've got Predator. I'm kind of thinking out loud here. I don't think I'd go for any of his comedies. I think that's fair.
0: True lies.
1: I've only seen True Lies once. I need to rewatch that. I, I did a
0: top ten Schwarzenegger between 1984 and 1991. Okay, go <laughs> um, at number ten, Red Sonja. Uh, at number nine, uh, Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Wow. At number eight, Raw Deal. Which oh, I think actually was just for the trailer. It it. Oh, nobody oh. g- gives Schwarzenegger a raw deal.
1: No, no, no. Like seriously, I remember so clearly. I was in uni and I was watching something. Uh, and I like took the VHS out of the uni library, and it had the trailer for Raw Deal. And it's literally like crawling text, isn't it? <laughs> and it's like they tried to give him a Raw Deal yeah. and some action, and then no one gives Schwarzenegger a Raw Deal. Yeah,
0: and it's just Schwarzenegger just it's just coming down in red text across the what is it across the side of the thing? Oh, yeah, brilliant. Right. Uh, number seven, Red Heat. Solid. I, I must have been high when I wrote this or I put it in the wrong place because I've got at six Predator, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> at five, I've got Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, you need to switch that. I, need, I think I've made a mistake here. But at number four, Commander. Yeah. At number three, The Running Man. At number yeah. two, Terminator. and number one, Total Recall.
1: Terminator is not even needed to... Oh, no,
0: 91. 91. But Terminator 2 wouldn't be in my top five, certainly.
1: God, yeah, okay, so, fuck man, Terminator, Total, I I mean, I'm trying to figure out my order, but Terminator, Total Recall, Predator, Commando, Conan the Barbarian, (laughs) but what would I have, because I, I, oh Christ, Conan might be my number one. Really I nice. Love Conan. I fucking love Conan. We did a commentary for Conan, didn't we? We did. I fucking love Conan. Um, uh,
0: that commentary actually. I remember that commentary being a lot of fun at regards. Yeah,
1: it was. It was. I. I, I think it's still available. It, it, actually, all our episodes are still available. But yeah. Um, fuck Conan the Barbarians, the shit. Um, so Conan would be my number one. Predator would be my number two, Total Recall would be my number three, uh Terminator my number four, and uh, Commando my number five, boom, done.
0: Yeah. Um what else we got? Uh, Rich Kid uh, at Rich J Kid. Uh, now that Ghostbusters is out, what film will attract the hit bandwagon next?
1: Oh, that's what I think. BFG. People don't care. <laughs>
0: No, but I think people will start to care more when it comes out. People will start yelling, "This isn't my BFG. My BFG was the blah 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 blah." blah, 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 blah. blah. And I, 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 don't care. I, I have a feeling that some people might care on that. Rogue One. I don't think that's got backlash yet. No, it's going to. I don't think it will. I think I, it will. I think. I, I, I think. I think the the, the sheer kind of fucking oomph at the moment that Star Wars has got. I just don't quite think that's gonna be the one that's gonna get it. I think the next one's gonna to start to get that. What else is out? I isn't that Harry Potter want out later on this year? Yeah, I
1: think there's a I think I, I think there's enough want for that. And it's it's disconnected enough from Harry Potter that they like I I think that will be I think that'll be all right.
0: His uh, register that says, I'm betting on the uh, new all-female Ocean's Eleven, but I reckon there'll be something before that. There'll definitely be something before that that'll get this fucking... this little wave of people just being generally snidey about things. I, I, like we said last week about uh, the Ghostbusters thing, I, I do think it's it's strange how, how kind of fucking angry people have got. Um, yeah. I, I, I am quite... A, a, staggered that we forgot to mention the uh, my cat thing um I'm sorry, I'm supposed to review because that 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 had me at one of those moments where where I, I think for some reason either in my brain it wasn't it, when I'm looking back at it it wasn't as funny as I'm remembering it but I remember absolutely like having to actually take my glasses off to actually wipe my eyes oh, it was, now I I cry a lot when I laugh anyway uh, but and it, it's quite easy for my eyes to start wiping when I laugh but during that I had to do it twice for the can I bring my cat here oh, I'm allergic to cats I my cat is a dog you call it dog my cat my cat oh right <laughs>
1: It's like, well, that's not his full name, it's actually Michael something or other. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, like this Ghostbusters thing, it just feels like it's a, a weird level that we haven't really seen that much before, just the, the sheer what the what's the point of
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's yeah. It's been it's been fun just to watch people absolutely lose their fucking minds over. Let's be honest, a perfectly decent film. Yeah. <laughs> That's that just because I, I cannot cannot understand it. it I mean, just because it's got a female cast, it just can I get my head around it? Why that makes a fucking difference? Seems to to some people. It's ah, uh, oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, so yes, um, so that was uh, episode one six eight. Uh, Ian, what are we doing next week? Star Trek Beyond. Of course we are. That's out, isn't it? I, I literally, honestly forgot that was out. Um, and the word is quite good. I'm rather, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm actually rather looking forward to it now. I'm I'm, I'm up for some Trek. I'm going
1: to do some Wrath of Khan this week. I'm going to go through the Abrams films. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, why not? Like you say, good word. Apparently it captures the spirit of the original series quite well and yeah, I mean good on it and fair play to Simon Pegg if he's actually written a decent film without Edgar Wright, good on him.
0: And as well, the other thing I suppose is after what happened with the first trailer landing and everybody going No oh. yeah and Pegg going kind of coming out and going, look, it's the first trailer people, can you give me a little bit, can you give it a little bit of time? And it now seems like it was actually right to get a little bit kind of defensive about his movie, in the sense that the second trailer was still shit. But then that third trailer that landed was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ah, no, this looks, this looks all right. And I'm not invested in the Trek world in any way at all, but you know, it is one of those things. It's quite, it is quite a precious thing to a lot of people. So you want. Yeah, I would prefer me to go into it and go, "Wow, that was shit," and all the Trek people to go, "That was brilliant," than me to go into it and go, "That was brilliant," and all the Trek people to go, "Well, that was shit," because it's not, it's not my fucking universe to be happy about and to enjoy. I prefer if they enjoyed it and they got everything out of it and I fucking didn't. But if I can get it and they can get it, I'm fucking all for that shit. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. it. It's you know. It looks like it's going to be a good space romp. Yep. Yep. And I'm fucking well up for a good space romp. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be covering um, Star Trek. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I probably won't re-watch Star Trek, I'll probably just watch Into Darkness. Oh, that's the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Into Darkness, it kind of, I, I'm guessing the leap goes from that to that. And I've only seen Inner Darkness once, I've seen Star Trek a couple of times. So, I don't really need to, unless I get told by Becky Noah watching both of them again. I, Which
1: could happen. 4K Blu-rays are out in the US. And they're not out in the UK. I'm annoyed. <laughs> are
0: they? Are they? Are they region locked? Oh, sorry. Are they all region locked? Or?
1: no, they're region free. But fuck man, they they they're like thirty quid a a piece or something. If I want yeah. to import them, and it's like I'm not paying thirty quid for Star Trek. No. If it was if it was a 4K master, I'd consider it, but it's a 2K source. You gotta you gotta read up on these things, man.
0: Yeah, like you say, it's it uh, thirty quid and then possibly getting hit with the possible uh, custom charge. Couldn't couldn't kind of you know it's not fucking worth it, man. Yeah, nah. no, it's not worth it. Uh, I, so I, 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 yeah, uh, anything else to add before uh, we say goodbye to the wonderful folks? I was just going to
1: say, I, I think as soon as they announce Star Trek Beyond for Blu-ray, it will be, and we're going to do a box set of the first three of the new ones all in a uh, UHD as well. So
0: sorry, I'll just wait for that. Uh, no, I have nothing else. Sorry. Cool. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Us. Uh, dude, the monkey, uh, at gmail.com, dude, the monkey.com. Uh, there'll be more stuff on there. Cause I have actually got some bits that I've written that I'll be finishing this week. Last week, which is a bit of a hectic week for me. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, dude, the monkey, uh, on Twitter, uh, Lauren on Twitter, at on Twitter, And we shall speak to you next week, folks. Bye. Super duper. So sway.
1: I need a wee-wee. Oh, hello, Lottie.